if your one true love or mortal enemy moves more than 5,000 miles away, at some point, you're just going to have to get on with your life. Jamie? Yes. Let's go watch The Karate Kid Part 2. Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast. Every other week we watch a movie from the 80s and then we talk about that movie. I'm one of your two hosts. My name is Doug McCambridge and with you or me, with us as always. Together, collaboratively. <laughs> with me as always is Jamie Lorello. I have my little drum oh, and I'm just kicking it side to side. You don't use side one hand, side. just use both. That's that's a lot of oh, work. Yeah. That's a lot of wrist action there. You're that is a lot yourself. of wrist action. Yeah, you're right. It's better to just like you're warming the hands, you're warming the drum. I like how Mr. Miyagi made it seem like it's a big deal. He's like, This thing passed down generation and everybody at that party has one. It's like, oh yeah. you just, <laughs> they just buy gave this them anywhere. all out. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get him at the airport when you landed, I guess? I thought they were going to smash it when the one when the yep. mean guy who takes his shirt off, I thought he was going to smash the drum at one point. I was like, no, that's Miyagi's from There's like... six little feet there. Nobody just stomped on that thing on their way out? No. I thought they would. They messed up his dojo later on, broke all his bonsai trees, but they left his uh, family drum heirloom intact. Back to, we were talking about it earlier, uh, back to the guy taking his shirt off. That was, do you think that when he took his shirt off, he threw it back at her mm -hmm. and he said, here's another one for your collection. I was like, is she constantly making this guy take his shirt off? Or is she just into <laughs> well, this Well, I wondered, because she let out a sigh. I don't know. Is it is it that at one point, she, but then she says later on, like, he's always been like that since we were kids. But did she used to collect his shirt? Like, at some point, did she have a little crush on him and she was into it? I don't know. Why would you put that line Wearing in this movie? Shirts? It makes no sense. I don't it's like, know. oh, she's always throwing stuff at me and ruining my shirt, so I have to take them off. Oh, she just <laughs> wants to see this. She wants to get, you know, Ralph Macchio a little intimidated by this guy. I think it's, uh, it's her whole thing. But she's the only woman in this village under the age of 57. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. Except true. for those random children. I was like, whose kids are these? Everyone's and ancient in this village. Who's the kid that climbs the light pole? Who tells a kid to climb a light pole during a typhoon? I thought she was up in the bell tower. I thought it was that child's job to warn people of a typhoon. And well, was, she did a terrible who gives job. a seven-year-old that responsibility? <laughs> but again, everybody in this town, super elderly. Yeah. It's an old town, and it's been taken over. I mean, Daniel couldn't even find it in the book. He he was so obsessed, he couldn't even find it. It's not on the map. What's Daniel's up? I don't so even see it. so insufferable on that plane ride. Oh, this yeah. poor old man is just trying to nap. He's, he's just like, hey, I've been learning a lot about your village. I just can't find it on the map. What's it like over there? Look at this map. I can't find it. Did you know there's the largest air base in the U.S. is on that island? <laughs> Did you know that it's there in Okinawa? 
<laughs> He's just trying to catch a, catch a couple Z's on this long-ass flight. They've got the nice seat next to them is open so he could stretch out a bit. <laughs> But Daniel don't care. He could easily just move over. <laughs> and this kid, he's just tagging along, too. Like, I was like, oh, Mr. Miyagi. He almost had, I know it's not a vacation, but he almost had a little bit of time away from this kid. No. And, well, he was adding an extension onto his home. He was that. I like what he is like. I'm taking in a refugee. Oh, yeah? A refugee uh, from uh, where? Great. From I'm Reseda. Building the, building the house for some refugees. That's really yeah. great. Is this teaching me something? Like wax on, wax off? You know, this whole hammering technique? Nope. You're just building an addition. No, it was. It was teaching him that focus. Focus, Daniel son. And okay. breath. Breath is right. everything. I took so much in from Miyagi's teachings throughout this movie. I, I felt more grounded. I am <laughs> glad that you felt that way. Because as a kid, the first one was very important to me. Like, I really mm -hmm. enjoyed it. I saw it in the theaters. Yeah. I left the theater thinking I knew karate suddenly. You did. You did. Yes, of course. You're like, I've got this. Like, oh, yeah, you just put your hands in the air like a weirdo, and you stand on one leg and you <laughs> kick somebody, and they go down immediately. I could That's do that, it, I guess. You could do it. You could focus. Did you practice the moves in your yard? Did you really think that you were... Did you ever take a karate class? Like, oh, you no. Then? no. No, no, no. Never. Okay. No. Okay, so didn't follow through in that way. Did no. you practice it? I was home? afraid to fight people. Like, I was... <laughs> Anytime I thought about karate as like an extracurricular, I would think well, they probably do have to fight each other. I don't want to do that. Like you I don't want to get involved in that. I don't want to Combat wrestle. was not your thing. No, contact sports are not my thing. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. It's all right. So back away. But after the first karate kid. I was empowered. You, you were empowered. Okay. Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. And I could see why. Because again, like I had said this earlier, I was sort of. Ashamed isn't the right word. Surprised in some ways, and how much about the Karate Kid I didn't remember. I mean, of course, you remember the last move and the, mm -hmm. you know, I remember the guy being evil. But there was there was things I didn't remember, and the little bit of flashbacks that this movie provided, I was like, wow, I really just, I don't even know Karate. Yeah, kid. I don't know that I've seen the Karate, the first one, all the way through since the theater. I've caught bits oh, and pieces okay. on, of course, TBS. Oh, that's where it's at. <laughs> But commercials and all it's like it's over two hours and most of it from what i remember is just him being bullied so i don't want to say that's all the movie is but well there's gonna be some know. training involved too lots of his training and and yeah i right? guess i and i really don't remember it's been so long Mm -hmm. Since I've seen it, and I'm Good. not, then I don't feel so bad. Then I don't yeah, feel so bad. Yeah, I'm not in a hurry to go much. back and and watch it. Okay, fair enough. But <laughs> I mean, well, I guess I'm, we don't want. I'm not trying to spoil my thoughts of this movie, but watching Karate Kid Part Two, I was like, I think I'm good. I think I'm good now. You know, okay, I, okay. I haven't seen a Karate Kid in a very long time, and I'm fine. I don't. This was really... a good Karate Kid though to see. Yeah, I think it was. I yeah. I enjoy. Okay, let's just spoil it. Let's I enjoyed it. the Karate Old Man. I enjoyed that. That's kind of what this movie was. Like, yes, me too. Me too. We already watched him get bullied. Like I said, for over two hours in that first one, mm -hmm. I enjoyed following Pat Morita around. I it was. I agree, kind of, and the emotional um, range that he mm -hmm. has very well done in this movie. When so he's holding back tears. It's like, yeah. this is some great Pat Morita acting Twice. right now. There's one time when, when um, Daniel's son is trying to console him. 
and telling him how did his father die too? Wasn't there that brought up? I think in Karate Kid one. Yes, yeah, because it was just he and his mother, who's not yes. in this one either. <laughs> like, no, I was just no. like, oh, Elizabeth Shue and my mom, you know those characters, we don't need to talk to them. We don't know, we don't need to see them. No, we have a new love interest coming in here, and mom's not going to travel. She gave the okay for the travel, and she also talked to Miyagi. He says, you know, I also talked to your mom, and I know she's... <laughs> Got this job that she's got to move in like two days. Isn't that the thing? All right, so let, let's, yeah, get, into let's get into it. Let's get into it because we kind of are. We kind of are. I got a job. It's almost like the mom in Mac and Me. She's like, I got to go. I got <laughs> yeah. go. to start this job tomorrow. <laughs> it's at Sears. I don't know what I'm doing. I think I'm just selling things. I don't know why we had to move for this job. I like how put out he is. The, the whole first movie is him being like, Oh, I had to leave New Jersey to come to stinky California. And the, yeah. And the moment we meet him in here, he's like, oh, I got to go to Fresno now. I'm like, all right. Yeah, yeah he is. He's totally put out. He's totally put out. But Miyagi's got a sweet pad. Even the mailman who comes by to deliver what? the letter is so into <laughs> the backyard. What was this going on? <laughs> when he's like, hey, can I bring my wife over later to, like, check this out? I was like, I was like, man. Was he the actual mailman? Did he just wander onto the Karate Kid set? Like, like I definitely is... feel like the actor was like, I'm going to milk it. I'm just going to add some extra lines. Here. Hey, this is a great backyard. Hey, here's your letter. Hey, my wife really likes plants. Hey, hey. You wouldn't know and this place like, is so nice from looking at it from the outside. <laughs> and I love how he emerges from the guest house that's being built. I don't know how he got there. And what makes it even better is that Mr. Miyagi and Daniel ignore him. No one yeah. acknowledges that he's there and he's just going through his lines. That's why I don't think he was supposed to say it. I think he was just supposed to like break the right. letter because yep. it's a certified for male from and then walk away. And this guy was like, I'm capitalizing on this shit. I'm gonna yeah. say as much as I could say till the camera cuts me out. And I, I imagine the editors just watching this going, There's no way I can edit this without it looking <laughs> ridiculous. This guy came in hard and he did not stop talking. I can't cut this. What'd you do? One take? All right, I guess we gotta use it. This is it. This is it. We got the mailman with five extra lines. Oh my we'll god, that it. <laughs> that I I could not believe what I was watching when that mailman showed up. It's like I hope this is the whole movie because right before the mailman comes, you know it's the it's the end of the tournament out in the parking lot, and you also yes. see some guy who looks like he stepped out of 1975 with that giant collar just oh, talking yeah, yeah. to Daniel, and he's like, "Hey man, that was a really great fight. Why is that guy such an asshole? Oh, such a creep, man. He Can doesn't understand karate. Yeah, who are these people? The extras in this movie are great. It, they are. They are." I do like how it picks right up right yes. where, for the most part, you know, we it picks right up where, where the other one left off right after the, the um, tournament happened. Right. Um, and we do get a little flashback. They show us that last scene, which I needed to see. I was like, yeah, look at that. That was great because Miyagi was kind of with daniel son when he did the final kick and the knee thing was a thing that the mm -hmm. enemy was going to do to kind of take him down and... The recap was nice. I just thought it was an extended recap because what's this beginning when they're first at Miyagi's and, and um, Daniel kind of tucks Miyagi into bed but then looks, <laughs> <laughs> looks at his uh, purple heart or his, yep, his he looks at some metal. metal that he has. Yeah. yeah. That's not a flashback, right? What's Is that? I think it is. I think it oh. is. Now, again, it's been a long time, but it's almost like they just picked the scenes that have something to do with the second movie. Like, that's not I a scene see. that's worth anything, really. I think, 
And here's another question I had, and, and I don't want to bring too much of Karate Kid 1 into this because I hadn't seen it in a while. Yeah, I won't have You're answers. You're pretty sure you've never <laughs> seen it. But Mr. Miyagi talks about how he had a wife and he had a child and they died. Yeah. And I yeah. think they died in, like, the internment camps, you know, mm. the World War II internment camps mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess those medals have to do with his service and, the, you know, but that's when I was wondering later on with this woman and everything, how she's like, I never married and I, I always waited for you. And how have you been? And Mr. Miyagi, I was like, is he super uncomfortable? Like, um, yeah, I married a woman. I had a kid. <laughs> have you just been waiting this whole time? <laughs> yeah. like, you know, you should have maybe lived your life a little. She has a niece, so she's doing okay. Who seems to take care of her. And then she stood by his dad because she's the one then taking care of his father. Yes. This poor woman seems to have had a very sad life. <laughs> mm -hmm. Where, I mean, the whole thing about this is Mr. Miyagi is not a coward. Everybody calls him a coward. But he left because he doesn't want to... He could have killed his best friend. He didn't want to do that. That's right. Even Daniel brings this up because Miyagi was trained by his father. It's part of this lineage that he was trained. Right. And Miyagi's best friend was also trained by his father. Right. And that's a bit of convenient screenwriting because the, a mm. big thing about the first one is Mr. Miyagi's like, listen, this technique... It's only passed down from father to son. My right. son died. You, Daniel, are like my son and blah, blah, yes, blah. And I yes, love how in this yes. one it's like, by the way, there was yeah. also this other guy who Sometimes, also yeah. knows this stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought that was a little... Yeah. A little something. I thought maybe they were going to say, I thought that was going to be the other big reveal when he's saying... Because Miyagi tells the story. So Miyagi gets this letter, as we said, the mailman. First, Miyagi is building this guest house, which I hope he finishes it cause it, because it looks like it's going to be nice. Um, Sorry, I, I don't want to stop you, but can we go back to yeah. after the tournament, the fight in the parking lot? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty yeah. fun. No, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, because um, uh, Kreese, I think his name's Kreese. Uh, the, um, the evil Cobra Kai yeah. dojo master trainer, whatever you call the them. Trainer master. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like how he's beating up his own student. Johnny. He is such an loser. angry guy. Yes. He's so angry. He calls the second place is losing. He beats him up. He slaps another one of the guys in, <laughs> in the face. and pushes so yeah. many of the students around. He's so angry. And I just, watching him, I was like, is nobody going to stop this adult male from just beating up in the parking lot on all his kids? Because there are so many people. They walk out of this tournament, mm -hmm. and it's like a high school football game. It just happened. Oh, like, yeah. There are so many people in this parking lot. People Nobody's... are asking Daniel for <laughs> autographs. Daniel has a limp, obviously, at the end of this, uh, at the end of the tournament. And he, for a little while, when they first get to Japan, he's limping, too. <laughs> but the limp doesn't last long. Oh, how about the butts in the showers? I was like, whoa, hold on a second here. Teenage butts? Why are we talking strategy in the shower? Why was that scene even taking place there? Like, it's just this weird shower scene that happens where Daniel's in the shower. Miyagi's outside the shower, shower room. Like, right. it's a shower area, not just... And yeah. it's all to have the conversation where Daniel wants to have a strategy behind his winnings and his whole thing. There That's is it. no reason for this other than like, you know, um, a little butt, a Ralph Macchio butt at his prime. And, you know, 12 year old girls are like, maybe I'll turn around. Maybe we'll see some. He doesn't. Tushy, you tushy. see tons of no. butts all around him, but not his. 
Not his. Sad. I mean, I don't want to sound too bummed out by that, but anyway. Bummed because it's bummed. a butt, get mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Nobody's going to stop this guy except for this elderly Mr. Miyagi decides to stop it. Well, because he, he knows he can. And I think, I think this will come up at the end of the movie because I thought the whole point of this movie is violence is a bad thing, so never hit anyone. Because what does Mr. Miyagi do? He kind of just moves out of his way and lets the guy fuck up his hands. I love it. The guy, not once, but twice, punches out a car window on either side of him. Straight on. And Mr. Miyagi just, like, steps out of the way casually and his hand goes right through car windows. And then Miyagi gets the upper hand. Yes. But he doesn't take it. You don't need to kill him. Violence isn't the answer. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is the answer. Is it forgiveness Ah. or just a nose honk? How hysterical is that? I always found that super silly. I do like Mr. Miyagi doing it more than Daniel doing it. But I think it's cute that Daniel does it too there at the end and then looks up at Miyagi like, eh, I'm using all your moves now. Yep, I stole everything from you, Mr. Miyagi. You know, that guy was really upset that I took away his honor. I just honked his nose. There's a good chance he'll murder me later. He'll (laughs) shoot me with a gun. I'm going to use that nose honk thing all the time when things get tense. That's what that's that's how we should solve this racial problem we're having in the United States. Just go around. <laughs> Cops should honk honk your nose if they yes. have an issue with you. That's that is how, how you defuse a situation. <laughs> you honk their nose and then they fall over pretty much. <laughs> No, then it's all like, you're like, I can't be mad at you, you're honking my nose. Or I can't disobey you, you've honked my nose. Right. No harm, no foul. Bring back the nose honk. No more chokeholds. Let's bring back Mm -hmm. the nose honk. So, so like you said, this is is at the very end of the first movie. And they were supposed to Mm -hmm. film this for the first movie. Like, this is actually how the first one was supposed to end. But they didn't film it because they were like, well... They probably realized that, epic that it would ending. Take, yeah, it would take the gravity yeah. of the situation and kind of end on a more silly note, a nose honking sure. note. Mm-hmm, hint, hint. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll happen in this movie. And then we get a six months later. We're just going to fast forward. So now we mm-hmm. know. We know where we're at. And six months later, oh, Miyagi has finally caught his fly oh, that he's trying finally. to catch with his chopsticks. Um and, Doesn't uh, seem as excited as I thought he'd be. Finally no, catches he, it and he's like, oh, look at that. Let's yeah. <laughs> Shows you what Mr. Miyagi, see, he worked so hard, and then there you go. Um, it, it kind of is, because in the flashback, I think he says, like, well, once you catch a fly, uh, it's all downhill from there or something. <laughs> I forget the piece of advice that he gives, but it is almost like this weird, like, hmm, I've done it all now. Now I've done that, so there you have it. Daniel has shows up with his busted-up car in a sharp blue suit. Like, who dressed him for his prom? I don't um, know. Apparently, his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, Elizabeth Shue, wrecked his car and ran off with a quarterback for UCLA. This is a horrible thing to happen to this this love interest in the first one. This first movie is all about, I need Elizabeth Shue. I'm going to get this girl. He finally wins her. At the end of his tournament, they're like, let's go out to dinner. It'll be so great. Your mm. mom and I were so happy for you. And this movie basically starts with him going, you know who's a big sack of crap? Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, she kind of is if he just won and she just dumped him just like that. <laughs> yes. like, At prom, I guess. At yeah. prom, she's like, sorry, doofus. Also, I wrecked your car. I'm banging yeah. some football player. Not into you anymore. Moved on. I just, listen, I understand. You have to get her out of the way because there's a new love interest. Fine. We can't have him be the bad guy, like, cheating yeah, on his girlfriend or anything right, like right. that. But couldn't it just be like... You know, she had to go away to college. Yeah, right. we're both going away to college at different places. We thought it would be best. That's fine. It's just, it is such a bizarre thing to do to this character. But do you know the real reason why Elizabeth Shue was not in this? Because she, of why? Oh, go ahead. No, she had to finish her degree at Harvard. Oh, yeah. they should have said that that she was moving on to go to school, and he she that's why they didn't want to keep the distance in their relationship. Yeah. He should have said, like, she's at Harvard, she's studying, yeah. right now she's studying abroad, she's studying, like, chimpanzees or something. We'll see how all that works out. I think she <laughs> might be in England. He has <laughs> everybody go back, see our episode on Link to understand anything that we just talked about. <laughs> it's a good one, though. It's worth it. When he comes back and he's at Miyagi's, uh, Miyagi is building something in his backyard. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's an, another part, it's a guest house of sorts because, um, like we said, Daniel is upset. Not only has his prom date, his girlfriend left him and his car wrecked, but his mom got a new job and now they're going to have to leave right. uh, where they live in the next two days. But Miyagi's there to help solve it and uh, they're going to build this guest house. Doesn't Mr. Miyagi say, I spoke to your mom and so you can stay in my guest house? But. Mm-hmm. Was he starting to build that guest house before he talked to his mom? No, I think he just makes quick work of things. You know, oh. it's Miyagi's. You think his mom called was like, listen, he is in a mood. His yeah. girlfriend dumped him. <laughs> I got to take him to Fresno. Miyagi, you got to help me out here. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, no, she was probably called him to say, you know, we're going to have to leave. And Daniel's yeah. going to take it hard. And Miyagi said, well, he can stay with me if you need him to. I'll just build a guest house here because I ain't sharing any extra space with a teenage boy. That's for sure. They can <laughs> oh, my be God, stinky. no. <laughs> right. yeah. Miyagi knows. Miyagi knows. Miyagi does a nice little lesson with the hammer and shows him mm-hmm. how to stay focused and just get that nail in with one big hammer in there. Tap, they do a tap, nice hammer. breathing exercise in yep. and out. Reminding you that your breath is what's going to keep you. Daniel is frazzled by all this. There's, he can't focus. He can't hammer anything. What do you want me to do? But this nice breath technique that Miyagi teaches him levels mm-hmm. him right out. He's feeling good enough to ignore the mailman, as we said, when he comes. Um, and you you said that you think that he's teaching him something with this hammering of the nails. I think that Mr. Miyagi is like a Japanese Huck Finn. He's like, I can get free labor. All I have to do is BS this kid about some breathing and teach him how to hammer nails. I made him paint fences and do all sorts of stuff in one. He'll do anything I ask him to. Like, I really was waiting for the reveal to be like, well, what was that supposed to teach me? He's like, it was supposed to build you a home, kid. That's all. It's just, all it just teaching you how to build a home. Yeah, when the mailman came by and said how great the backyard was, Miyagi should have been like, well, look, hire this guy. He's done most of the work. Hire this guy. He'll do it for free if you tell him it's about karate. <laughs> But no, that's not the case. Mr. Miyagi gets a letter mm-hmm. that basically says his father is not doing well. His father is sick. Yeah. And yeah. then Mr. Miyagi has to sit down with Daniel and give him a whole bunch of backstory. Stuff well, he hasn't already told him about his life. No, and that Daniel needs to know to catch him up. Like, for instance, why he left Okinawa. Mm-hmm. It was because of we said there was this fight that had happened. There was a girl he was in love with. 
but she was supposed to... Is that right that she was a arranged marriage to his best friend? Yeah, I was a little confused, too. But, yes, she was arranged to be married to his best friend. At one point, I thought he said, but we got married anyway. And then Yeah, I thought I went, so, too. I don't, I don't think I heard that right, but you heard the same thing? Yeah, I thought oh, that they I, okay. ended up getting married anyway, but then, yeah. Or they maybe... Yeah, it was it was a little bit confusing. But what I think was, he was in love with her, she was in love mm -hmm. with him. It was an arranged marriage. Mm -hmm. His friend got all upset about this. So challenged him to a duel to the death. For honor. He the skipped town. Thing. Yeah. He's like, I am out of here. Yeah, I'm not trying to die for anybody. And the whole time, <laughs> you know, his friend thinks it's because he's a big wimp and he's a coward. But really it's because... Mr. Miyagi's the greatest fighter ever, and he would have murdered his best friend, and yeah. he didn't want to do that. And he didn't want to do it, so he thought the best thing to do was just to take his boat out of Okinawa and uh, sail on. Is this when he tells him about the first of the Miyagi's? Oh, that's later. No, that's, that's later when they're in the dojo. Guy. Yeah. That is such a great story. Yeah. He loved to fish. He also loved sake. <laughs> Basically, he went out to fish, and he woke up in China. I was like, What? Wow. Okay. <laughs> I love that story, Mr. Miyagi. So Miyagi's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go. He gets a passport. Flight. Like, why are they in line? And I don't know. <laughs> Daniel's there going, like, why do you need a passport in one day? And the guy in front of him appears to be reading a dictionary. Did you see the book that <laughs> yes, guy's holding? Giant. It's like an atlas or something. It's a long line for the passport, but Miyagi's got patience so. for days. Yeah. It's like, why are we getting a passport? Like, do we need this as viewers? It's like the shower scene. Why do we have to have the discussion <laughs> in the shower? Why do we have to stand online at the passport place? Can't we just know that he's got to have a passport to leave the country? There was no hang-ups about the passport. There was no questioning about the passport. The beginning of this movie is crazy. Like, we're only about 15, 20 minutes into this. Most of it's been a recap of one. We saw a crazy mailman, and already we've talked about two scenes that did not need to be in this movie. Yeah, that we're like, where? What's happening? Yeah, well, because then, but then once we get out of the States, it's nice. So, yeah, they, they go to the passport place, but now they go to the airport, and Miyagi is, well, no, first Miyagi gets in a cab, of course. Now, when he gets in the cab, he's waiting. He's waiting like, for like, Daniel because Daniel says, hey, I'll be back tomorrow morning to say goodbye. Oh, and then, oh. Yes. Okay. And then you see Daniel, like, come back to the house and you see in his eye, like, wait a minute. Maybe <laughs> I can go with him. And he, like, sneaks away. Well, he's got some savings. I guess maybe he wants some tournament money. Um, I guess. <laughs> when he meets uh, Miyagi and they are getting, they are boarding the flight. They They're not, like, at checkpoint or whatever they're boarding the flight and Miyagi's like it's an expensive ticket how'd you get the cash for it and he's like don't worry I had some saved up and I used it it's a whole thing because Miyagi's like but wait that's your college money well don't worry about that I don't need college money when you're get back, more important than college I can get college. a job you're more important than college I can get a job yeah. I'll wait six months yeah. it's not a big deal I like he says I want to learn more about your country I've been studying it and they're all like he's like really you have been he's like well I mean I just picked up a book while we were at the passport place so. <laughs> It's a book. I saw a guy reading a book. It's called yeah. Okinawa, so it must have something to do with this place. <laughs> Let me sit on this plane ride and bother you for this whole 24-hour flight he or really whatever. really does. Miyagi is so patient with him because he does it, though. Miyagi, at one point, just tells him, doesn't he? Just like, yeah. let's just sleep. He's like, Shut go to up. sleep. 
go go to sleep. Meaning, yeah. I'm trying to go to sleep here. What is this poster when they arrive in? Oh shit! <laughs> this guy's poster in the airport. Yes. What kind of advertising is that? And it doesn't really look like him. It's like a glammed up version of him, right? I was it's like, his, it's his head on someone else's body. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But it is funny. I was like, hey. There's that guy you're telling me yeah. about. That horrible guy. He's on this poster right here in the airport. Yeah, yeah. And what does Miyagi say? Wasn't he like, oh, yeah, these airports weren't here when I left? And Yeah, it's a whole... Oh, man. I mean, first of all, it's been 45 years. I yeah. can't imagine how much has changed. But at every turn, Daniel's just shocked by all of this. Oh, do you know how to get to your place from the airport here? No. Well, how are we going to find out? If you and your if you and your BFF fought, who would be the referee? Do you think it would be your dad? Do you think oh, yeah. he would have done that? <laughs> like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is you're so annoying. <laughs> how do you know who wins if there's no referee? Oh, you kill each other? Okay. Daddy has so many questions. So, so they are picked up at the airport by a oh, Japanese right. hunk. Mm, well. With gold chains and everything. <laughs> the little sparkly earring that he's uh-huh. got. <laughs> kind of love that. He claims to be a car service. For, right. Yes. And even Miyagi's like, car service? <laughs> how did you know? <laughs> did you like it how after they get in the car, Mr. Miyagi asks one question, he answers it, and then they sit in silence for what <laughs> seems like 30 seconds. Where I was even like, is this scene supposed to end right now? Yeah. Like, what are we doing? On? But clearly they've been kidnapped. Like, yep. clearly they have been kidnapped. Yeah, for as smart as Miog's is, he wasn't too smart about this. No, no. Mm-hmm. And they are taken to what appears to be like a, like an abandoned hangar? Like a warehouse like abandoned... of some kind? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Sato, his <clears throat> rival. He's his old... an angry guy. <laughs> he is so angry. So angry. And I don't... How did he know he was... Like... Not he even he says, how coming. did you know? Yeah, that plane, that day, that time, he knew all about this. Well, and I think he even says something like, you know, your father was sick and I knew that you would come for him because, you know, he's your father. Doesn't have any sympathy at all about his father being sick. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And uh, basically is like, you're here, you could go see your dad, and then I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Totally kill you. P.S. I just threw all your luggage on the ground here. Now I'm going to get in the car that brought you here and drive away. (laughs) And even Daniel's like, oh, what do we do now? Yeah, he's like, how are we going to get to there? I don't know. Get a cab. All right. Calm down, Daniel. It's fine. (laughs) People are constantly wanting to murder me here in my hometown. This is Peruge. Peruge. They do get to go back to the island or the, the... Yeah, the little town, excuse me. They finally find the way to his town. And it is. Daniel saw it in his book that an Air Force... uh, Yeah, just like a U.S. base. Base has taken over. So it's very loud there now, and the island is... Or the I keep calling it an island, but it's the village. It just seems even sadder and tinier than it was before Miyagi left. It seems (laughs) so sad. Like, they're on what appears to be an airplane runway and the guy's like oh uh just drive around that corner and the camera pans up and you see that there's just like a bunch of houses leading to this airport but it's good to see when miyagi Mm -hmm. arrives he he does 
I like it when he sees his, his father and the door kind of swings open and there's Miyagi and a little wind kind of blows his face and his oh, dad's it, laying there. And there's his little lady friend, too. Yep. Laying right next to, sitting right next to the dad. Well, first we do meet Oh, Kim, Kimoko. Kimoko. Kimoko? Yeah. yeah, the niece. Yeah. So she's hot stuff and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, my hair. It's like I really my don't care. big it's, messy it's bun. <laughs> the messiest <laughs> it's so windswept all the time but that's just who i am you know i want to be a dancer even though i've never really you know <laughs> i want to be a dancer even though they don't allow that here so i guess i've never danced but that's what i want to do well she does she does that little 50s dance with him and she does that part of that fan dance i don't and know then that I... he could dance as well as he. i was kind of yeah, impressed with ralph macchio yeah he had just some fun moves he busted out I love how mopey he was when they walked into this place, but he just needed to dance it out. But yeah. Then, oh, and then he felt so much better. Like, this and is great. <laughs> she was like, do you feel better? Oh, so much better. Oh, so much better. That's all I needed. This was great. Why is everything so American here? I, I feel right at home. You don't even play Japanese movies on your TVs. This is so great. I want no, to live no. here. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Mr. Miyagi is reunited with his past love, and they talk over his dying father. No. And they can't even speak Japanese. Like, his dad speaks Japanese. (laughs) Like, they're talking to each other, and they speak English. English, yeah. I think we could read some subtitles. I know it's people. I would have taken taken a subtitle or two just to know that, yeah, these two are having their reconnection. I agree. Yeah, it would have been maybe a little more intimate that way, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I I get it, but I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Instead, we have to listen to them fake talk broken English to each other. I um, know. I was like, your accents are so heavy. Just lean, just go right into yeah, it. Just, just do go it. Just do it. Full we Japanese. It. Yes. And all of his, like, cute colloquialisms that Kamiko's, like, what we are already on the road after oh yeah okay let's stop this let's just stop this i don't like it (laughs) this woman what is her name the older woman no i forget i just call her his lady friend all right so miyagi's lady friend she lets her know a few things here yeah Uh, she's like i've always known where you've lived I've been keeping tabs on you, I yeah. guess. Like, yeah. It, it is. And she's never gotten remarried. She never got remarried. Yeah, right. She never married Soto, but also, like, never married anyone else? No. Like, what do you just like? I think he just, she just took care of his dad. I know that's so sad. Like, that Uh is so sad for her to know that Mr. Miyagi went to America, got married, had a kid, was living it up. Has a great little house in California. Yeah. A great house on a wonderfully, surprisingly large estate. Mm -hmm. And this woman has just been caring for his elderly father, Mm -hmm. hoping someday that he'd come home. I know. When he's like, how can I help at the end? When he's like, how can I help you not hurt so much? She's like. God damn it, just take me with right? you. Like, yes. like you should have done in the beginning. Yes. She's like, do I have to spell this out for you? I would, I thought that's why you came here to take me away. What are you what are you doing? <laughs> Connect that guest house to your house. We can make it bigger, enough yeah. room for both of us. It'll be lovely. My niece can come. It'll be great. And that's I think what ended up happening. But anyway, um, <laughs> Miyagi gives Daniel a nice little tour of his town, yes. um, including the dojo, the family mm-hmm. dojo, which is very nice, and the secret Miyagi family karate, which has two right. rules. 
and they're hung up. I have a question about these rules. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, so the first rule is karate is for defense only. Mm-hmm. And the second rule is learn See, rule, rule number, number one. one which it's <laughs> like, okay, that's not what it says, right? Like he's just telling Daniel, he's like, listen, before you know rule number two, figure that one out. Or do you think that's actually what that says? I think that they really stand by that. I think they really stand by that. I think they feel that it is just, that's why it's so weird. If this lunatic with this revenge guy has Soto. Soto, Let's call him Soto. Okay. So if Soto was really (laughs) properly trained Mm -hmm. by Miyagi's dad, he would know the rules. He would know that it's not just about the, so what the hell? I don't know. And 45 years of this grudge? Like, let it go, bro. Let it go. Totally <laughs> let it go. Like, you're the most powerful man. You have bought, you can buy and sell everyone in this mm-hmm. village. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying money should make you happy, but you haven't married either. Just yeah. to spite that woman, just marry somebody. Just marry several. Have some, try, you know, right. whatever you gotta do, boss. I don't no. know. Because like you said, this whole thing is like... You insulted my honor, so now I have to kill you, and my honor is everything, and my honor... I think they well, misinterpret the honor yes, and what like, the other people are going to think about the honor, because even, the, even the, the nephew, the evil nephew, is like... <laughs> he zip lines in there at the end. Oh, my He's God. Like, you, you've dishonored me. All these people think bad... No, they'll think worse of you, you dumb-dumb, yes. and you're the one that didn't help him save the kid off the lightning pole. You're the one that made yourself look dumb. Right, exactly. Plus, you've been ripping these people off, Mm -hmm. and they found out about it. Mm -hmm. After that, like, just go out and pretend to help this girl. It'll win you a few points. Right. The end. Plus, you're jacked as shit. Like, go out there. You could bring her back on that pole. He could have ripped that out of the ground and went back with it. (laughs) I love how when Daniel's climbing it, how it's comically falling apart (laughs) in these bits and pieces. And at one point, it looks like Daniel's going to fall back on it. He's like, oh, no. Yeah, at one point, I was just like, is it now just a ladder sticking straight out of the ground, not anchored by anything? I just want to know why the damn girl climbed the light pole. Like, really? That's what you do for safety? Underground, not on top, and not near wires. Uh, I blame the school teacher for this. Mm, mm. She seemed also, a chaotic. in that Okinawa book, did they talk about how horrible the weather is at all? Did no. Daniel Daniel should have been like, hey, I also hear this place is uh, prone to typhoons and hurricanes yeah. and tsunamis. Things can, we better get out before one hits, right? right? And if they're on the base, how come nobody at the base was helping them out? There's no helicopters flying through. It's like they're left on their own. Yeah. Anyway, questions. I don't know. Questions. Doesn't anybody <clears throat> listen to the radio? Like, d- d- couldn't oh, somebody yeah. say there might be a huge storm coming this way? Yeah, couldn't they have seen that coming? Yeah, because they're having their nice tea time and then all of a sudden, <laughs> like, the candle goes out and she's like, we are in big shit. We oh gotta my run. God. That tea time, which is basically <laughs> a sex scene in this movie. The softest, softest sex scene. Though. Oh, yeah, no, of course. I mean, you know, you can't. It's a PG movie. You can't have these two kids bang it out, but this is but like she the does, thing. She does slowly mix the tea together and tap, 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 folds the napkin with one mm-hmm. finger. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very Then she's finally like, this bun, I have had enough yeah, of it. Yeah, we're releasing the bun. The hair is coming down. <laughs> her hair's so messy through this whole movie. It I, is. I, I, like I always just turn... want to wipe it from her face. Yes. Like, just do one of these. 
at every turn, I was like, is this late in the day? Has she really been through it at this point? But no, first thing in the morning, late yeah, at she, night. She likes a messy and bun a look. sock hop. Oh, yeah, even at the sock hop, she's got the messy bun look. I wondered why she bought him a shirt. Now I know why. Yeah, why? wait, hold on. You know why? Because I well, don't know why. Uh, <laughs> well, she brings him the shirt because the, they've got a dress like little, little 50s friends. She's got the skirt on, so oh. she brings him like one of those 50s-style shirts. Okay, I just thought she brought him the red shirt, and while he's dancing, I was like, "Where's that red shirt?" But he's because he's got like this button-up vest on yeah, over yeah. top I of think, it. I didn't I thought, see her with the vest, but how about her comically rusty car? I love that oh. thing. <laughs> so much rust on that car. Well, she lives near the ocean. She lives in water. Right. It's hard to keep. Oh, I also love how he's he's walking around showing him the whole village. And yeah. I love how they go to that guy with the guitar. And he's oh, like, yeah. he's been playing that same song every day for 45 <laughs> years. And I was like, wow, this is depressing. You think it's quaint. I think it's super sad. And he plays it for the children. Uh-huh. There's something, there's a traditional bone dance they do here in this village. Um, Say that again? Bone I dance. I, I didn't. I didn't catch that. Bone dance. No, no, no. I know what you're saying. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know the bone dance? That's what they do at the end. That's why they all get together at that castle is to do the bone dance. Okay. I guess I never heard anyone say the words bone dance. Yeah, that's what they call it. That's what she teaches him, too. She dances the bone dance with him. Isn't it it like a fan dance? (laughs) But they call it a bone dance? Yeah, she does it with the kids and then... She does oh. it. She teaches him it, and then when they go at, after the big fight, they—that's the thing—is they want to go to the castle. To, no, before do, the big fight. Sorry, do, that's the do whole the reason. bone dance. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Sorry, I guess I wasn't paying attention because I knew that the you dance... looked so confused. No, I... <laughs> make that up. I knew the dance that she did for him outside with no props was the same yeah. dance as she did with fans later. Yeah. I didn't and know she was like, doing that same dance with the kids because they're like twirling in a circle. I think it's all with all right relative, and it relates okay. to the drum somehow too. Okay, I didn't know yeah. it was called a bone dance. Now I, I know. I think that's and it's about the it's like a Day of the Dead thing. Oh wait, that does sound familiar now. Hmm. All right, now it's coming back. Okay, huh? yeah, Day right. of the Dead. Yeah, because. Somebody says, well, I guess somebody says bone dance, and Daniel's like, uh, Day of the Dead, I just read about that in that book last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. This is where Sato shows up. In the town. And, oh yeah, his evil nephew, that guy's name is Shosen. And again, I don't know why this dude bothers to wear a shirt. It's unbuttoned down to his belt, basically, <laughs> all the time. And Sato's like, hey, you saw your dad, right? Yeah, let's fight right now. Yeah, yeah. That's right. But luckily, Yuki, that's his lady friend. I wrote her name down here. Oh, nice, nice. She interrupts and she's like, hey, your dad wants to see both of you boys mm-hmm. right now. And they hustle through the village. Yeah. Back to see the dad. I kind of thought this was super adorable. Like, mm, it was. I, how he makes them hold hands before he dies. Like, and But it doesn't change Soto's mind or whatever. No. He's still just laser focused. Yeah, it's sweet. He makes them hold hands, and then he dies right there. After I know. Hands. It's so sad. And basically, Sota's like, fine, I'll kick your ass in three days. Like, yeah, he's like, I'll give you three, three days, days to grieve, yes. and then you die with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
again. This guy needs to deal with this in some other way. I just... It's not healthy. It's not healthy. So they do the lantern ceremony where they oh, like the little lanterns. And they... Put it out into the water. Mm-hmm. And Daniel, for as much as I'm beating up on Ralph Macchio in this movie, because he's kind of, uh, he's not the main focus. Like they kind of forget about him till the end when they're like, oh, yeah, I guess he has to fight somebody. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do like it when he, he goes to comfort him. Cause, yeah, they know, have a he's... very sweet moment. And it's beautiful, too. They're watching the sunset, or the I think it's the sun setting. It's, they're on this little island. Miyagi is just looking out. He's looked at some old pictures, and now mm-hmm. he's just, like, taking it in. And, and, yeah, Daniel's really sweet. He's like, you know, when my dad died... I had some regrets, and I thought yeah. maybe I could have been a better son. And man, Miyagi's just his eyes are tearing up. Yes. It's beautiful. It's oh, beautiful. it's so good because he because really, Daniel's like, but I knew that I I did the right thing because I was there with him, just mm-hmm. like you were with your father. Like it's it's really great, and the camera just stays on them too. Yeah, and Mr. Miyagi doesn't have to deliver a line in this no. scene; he just has to listen. Yeah. To Daniel talk, which is great. But yeah, he's like holding back these tears, but his eyes are so red. It's really, really great. It is. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. Why did I write this down? Best way to avoid the punch is don't be there. Uh, that is called the drum technique. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's the main thing. It's like the crane kick in the first one, mm-hmm. but not nearly as exciting. Mm-hmm. Because it's just kind of like, remember how that guy was going to punch me? And then he ended up punching car windows. Guess what I did? I just moved. I just moved right in time. But I'll show you where I learned this. Was because this giant, where are they at this? At the <laughs> Like at a cannery, like at a fish. <laughs> Because he says, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we used to be a bunch of, you know, we used to be a village of fishermen. And right. then Soto came in and, you know, he put us all out of fishing business because he right. brought in big boats. and Now and we're I, farmers and not fishermen. Right, yeah. yes. But he takes him to, I guess, the old fish cannery mm-hmm. where he used to work. That was like his first job. He also had his first date there with his lady friend. Yeah, and I was like, what kind of date is <laughs> like, what, what are you doing there? Imagine Mr. Young Mr. Miyagi. I like that there's no real kissing. They have tea and stuff, but there's sure. no smooches and nothing nothing like that with Miyagi and his lady friend. Just the uh, tea. Yeah. I mean, they could have kissed. Like, there's no reason for that not to happen in this movie. Because they're it older couple. Okay. Older people don't kiss. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, I'm learning yeah. so much. <laughs> Bone dance. Old people don't kiss. <laughs> Got it. Done. Put them in the notebook. Journal about it. So um, they ha- he's got, like, these gigantic hooks mm, on ropes. Dangerous, dangerous. Yeah. Super dangerous. And you just swing them across, and they could kill you. They could yeah. maim you. They could, but if you're Mr. Miyagi, you turn slightly, and you're fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're Daniel, you even though Mr. Miyagi puts a comically gigantic cork <laughs> on the end of this thing... So he won't get him in the guts. Uh-huh. He drops immediately. He can't seem to turn sideways and falls into the water. Not quick enough. Not like no. the drum. It's a good so, lesson, though. I like it. Daniel is very determined. He wants to do. He wants to do it even after he falls off the second time. So he tries it again, and 
rips his shirt, and Miyagi's like, oh, I did the same thing when I was a boy. Mm. <laughs> My father. <laughs> you could have killed yourself. What are yeah. you going to do? And I love how Daniel's like, is there another move or something? Like, yeah, yeah. Is there, is there something else? Uh, and even Mr. Miyagi's like, just ask the drum and walks away. And Daniel's like turning sideways. And then <laughs> Mr. Miyagi pokes his head around the corner and is like, ask the drum later. We have to go. <laughs> Daniel helps an elderly man pick up carrots that fell all over the ground. Yeah. I was confused by this part because Chosen, the nephew. hunky nephew, he's using weights to weigh the produce the vegetables mm -hmm. that these people picked mm -hmm. to compensate them. And somehow Daniel realizes that he's been ripping them off because he picks up a weight and there's like tape over it or something. And he's like, wait, yeah. what, what's this stuff here? And everybody flips out. And I was like, what? Wait, oh, what? The whole village goes crazy. The fight yeah. starts out, right? Yes. They just, all of but them what instantly. did he discover? Like, did this guy just tape over the real numbers of the weight, like, like the actual suspicious. weight. I don't just know. Just put tape over and was like, ah, uh, yeah, this is 10 pounds. Like, I did not understand what was happening. I here. don't, I think it was just another way for them two to get in, into more right. tension. It was another, it was another way for him to dishonor this poor guy. Yes. This, I assume this, guy. this guy's life was going great until Daniel showed up. Yeah, Daniel showed up and he's like, oh, great, this handsome American. Yeah, this handsome American stealing the only girl my age in the village. <laughs> I mean, I could just go to Okinawa, which seems next door, and it yeah. seems like a giant city. Do they city. walk there? They walk there, right? They just no, take they a drive her rusty oh, car Oh, that's there. right. They drive the rust, and then they just walk around for a long time. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, how about Misty Miyagi singing to this woman? Singing? See, this is where I don't know. Did he sing to the woman... Yeah, you don't see him sing, but you hear him singing. And then, like, the camera pans over just as he stops. And she's like, oh, I haven't heard you sing that song. It's oh, so yes. And it's like, mm -hmm. It's adorable. It Miyagi. really is adorable. It is adorable. And this is where uh, they're having their little flirtations inside the house. Yeah. And Daniel and Kamiko are having some flirty dialogue outside. Right. This yeah. is where she teaches him the bone dance. Yes, it's the bone dance. <laughs> and he calls it terrific and I went that wasn't terrific I don't know if you know what terrific means yeah. she kind of just moved her arms yeah. and swayed her hips a little bit and then said imagine that I'm holding a fan and he's like that was terrific you're such a good dancer he tells her and I'm like well I don't know that that's her best dance move but alright yeah, you showed those kids how to play ring around the rosy and now you did this you're like a professional you're ballerina you're super you're like you should be a raquette. You're amazing. The nephew shows up again, mm -hmm. and he calls Daniel a geisha because he sees Daniel dancing around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this is where, as we said, uh, Yukimo throws a tomato at him because yes. she wants him to take his shirt off, and he does. He obliges. He, he humbly, yeah. Yeah. Throws it back because it's part of her collection of shirts. <laughs> <laughs> That's why uh, she should have shown up with... One of his shirts. Maybe that was oh, his yeah, shirt. Oh, yeah, maybe that was one it. of his shirts. Maybe that's how she gets Maybe that's how she gets people to go to the dances with her. <laughs> she gives out his shirts. Yeah, I needed a scene of her in her home looking at all these shirts that she has pinned on the wall and going, <laughs> mm-hmm, the red one. And just choosing it That's for the him. one I'll take to Daniel. There you right. go. It'll be extra insulting when <laughs> Chosen sees him wearing one of his shirts. <laughs> 
That's the one I spilled coffee on that one day at the cafe <laughs> yeah, when I wanted only to take things, it off right. in public. Stain is still there. I don't care. <laughs> this is when they do their run. Don't they run to the peace cast to the castle? And then they go to town. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you say they run to a castle. I say they run to a green screen and look at some people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, it looks terrible. This movie appears to be shot. It was shot in Hawaii, but mm. I don't know. Hawaii is the Japan of the U.S., I guess. <laughs> um, but it's everything seems to be shot pretty much on location. Like, there are some scenes where those guys are breaking the plants and stuff where it's like, okay, this is on a soundstage. Oh, but yeah, yeah. a lot of the exterior stuff looks really great. This looked like garbage, especially when they get to, like, the top of the hill and they're looking down looking at down it. Looking down at it, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. that looks like a sandcastle that some kid built right next <laughs> to them. But it's the castle that used to be, like, the peace part of the town or something. Like, the, the ruler there was a peaceful man. Yeah. But again, Soto ruined this, too. Right, because he's selling off parts of it to, like, a museum, museum or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I love how they're up on this cliff looking down at this. Their eye line's all messed up, too. <laughs> like, I don't know what they're looking at. Um, and then oh, and she the turns man around. The- yeah, she turns around and is like, get out of here. And this guy basically comes up and is like, yeah, dang, kids, get yeah, out of here. Just shoos them away and that's it. Doesn't chase yeah. them or anything and they're just, that's it. That's the end but of that's that. That's it. That's it. Now we're in Okinawa. Now we're in town. We're in the city, the big city. And, and he's talking to her like she is a mentally challenged child at this point because they go to the store where the TVs are and he's like, oh, this? You want to you wanna look at a TV? Is this what we're here to do? An electronic store? Mm-hmm. I was like, what are you doing? No, she's, Why are you talking to he her He like says that? to her, he asks her, what, do you, what is it that you want to do with the rest oh, of yes. your life? And she says, I'm going to show you. And he, she takes him to this TV store. So he's like, okay, yeah, oh, a little bit. Oh, you want to like work a, here? Yeah. You want to sell TVs? Is that what you want to do? And I love how she shows up because I think she knows what time they play fame. Yeah, I guess. On the local radio or on the local television station. And I loved it. I had to pause this. And as you know, I had to text you. Yeah, I saw you. Yep. Because when I saw Leroy, I was like, wait, wait, I think that was a frame. I had to turn it back. Yeah, yeah. And that was the. Um, was that Leroy? The, the, yeah, with the, with the blonde dancer who later uh, has the abortion. Remember that scene? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Quote unquote hospital. <laughs> but it looks more like somebody's foyer. <laughs> yeah. Guys, go back and listen to our Fame episode, too. That was so much fun. This is oh. good, another good one. That was another yeah. good one. But I was yeah. happy that Fame was in here. Oh, also some random dude runs up to them in the street, and he's like, hey, hey, you come to the big dance? Oh, yeah. Oh, also bring No, that random here. dude. He's an actor. He's on Law & Order SVU. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you have, like, an alert set? I don't know how you would do this on your TV if somebody's in Law & Order. Does something appear over their heads? Or does your TV just go, bum-bum? When it someone does. In it makes that noise. Dun, dun. <laughs> okay. Both of us are doing a terrible job of that noise. <laughs> oh, also, this woman that plays uh, Kumiko, mm-hmm. she's in a ton of stuff. Look at her. If you have not looked at her IMDb, look not. at it. It yeah. is crazy extensive. Ooh. And she's like in stuff now. She does video game voices, she does cartoon voices. She's Good been in. You, you name a television show between 1986 and now she's been in it. 
Has she I been in the ER? Yes. Has she been on like, according to Jim, probably maybe okay. a stint on Roseanne, possibly. <laughs> She's Excellent. in everything. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Good. I have no problem with her. You have a problem with her messy hair, but I have no problem with her. <laughs> oh, while they're in town, while they're in the big city. Um, there's there's a couple of little adventures besides getting to watch Fame. <laughs> yep. They see Soto's dojo, Soto Dojo, and we see he sees what a good fighter the nephew is because he's basically just kicking ass in the dojo. Okay, that's what I'm confused about because he looks in there and I thought this was the nephew, basically also just teaching white people. Did you notice that every yeah. guy in this class is just a white guy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they literally walk across the street to the bar and then he's there. Yeah. He just like walks immediately. In there. So then I was like, maybe that wasn't him teaching the class, but I thought it was just, like I you. thought it was, I thought yeah. it was. Cause I thought that's why she was like, we have to go. Cause he's going to see us and right. you don't want to piss him off. And then she, before they go in the bar, she's like, you don't want to go in there. This is not a good place. <laughs> and Daniel's like, come on, let's go. And he yeah, walks right like, in. What's this place? What's this rowdy <laughs> place all about? And they're, they're, it's it's I guess it's like a little bar and they're competing and they're breaking yeah. ice. It's but... just like a bunch of GIs from mm. the base, I guess, mm. trying to break sheets of ice. Of course, Ralph Macchio, being you know the the little prick that he is, is standing there critiquing these guys and being like, "Well, you can't stand like that. If you stand like that, yeah. you're gonna put your body." And he's like trying to impress and you gotta, her. It's not about the wrist; it's more about what's in your mind. Yeah. And when the guy turns around, he's like, "You want to try?" And he's suddenly like, "Well, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. If I just, I don't, I'm not sure." But it, it escalates very quickly. Well, and everyone shows up very quickly. Yeah. Like before we know it, like you said, the nephew, the angry nephew is there. Yep. And it's like, no, you will break the ice. We're going to break the ice. <laughs> they are both so angry whenever they talk. It's so aggressive, him and the so Uncle Soto. And then Miyagi shows up and he's like, because Daniel's like, no, I, I really don't want to. I'm going to respectfully decline. I'm not going to. I can't. I'm just hanging here. And no, I don't want to. And Miyagi's like, no, you do want to. And you're going to really be good at it. You wait and see. I'm Miyagi shows up not to it. save him, but to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll bet on you. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'll yeah, put $600 on you. And again, they use American money, I guess, but that's fine. Um, uh, they're in a bar full of American Americans. Soldiers, okay, whatever. fair enough, fair enough. But um, but yeah, then Solo but, uh, shows up too, and he's like, <laughs> "Yes, yes, this is a legitimate deal. I'm gonna even bet extra." Oh, because Miyagi puts down six hundred, and the evil nephew is like, "I don't have that kind of money. I mean, yeah. I was just kind of gonna bet." And I then, can't cover that. And like out of the shadows, Soto's like, I can cover yeah. it. I was like, all right, let's get the band back together at this bar. We're all here. We're let's all do here. This. Right. Just and to it's watch. kind of anticlimactic. Like I, like, I don't know how you make ice breaking all that exciting, but it's not really all that exciting. Well, Daniel at first is really not sure he can do it. He's like, I don't know. I mean, can I do this? And Miyagi's yes. like, you're going to focus and I'm going to pray. And that's what we're going to do. And my lady friend's going to look really worried right next mm -hmm. to me the whole time. <laughs> but it's going to work out. You'll see. Sure enough, Daniel breaks it. It's amazing. He breaks it. And that angry nephew is so angry now. Well, he's got 1200 bucks, and even Mr. Miyagi's like, got your college tuition right here. Uh -huh. And my thought was, 1200 bucks in the mid-80s probably could get you, like, two yeah. years in the state school. Yeah, I bet he did okay with that. No lie. And and Mr. Miyagi, this Soto guy, or Sato, Sato? Sato. 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 Um, he's so, this guy wants to murder you. 
And Mr. Miyagi kind of talks some shit on him as he grabs yeah, the money. It's yeah. like, yeah, that's how you do it. Done. I'm like, yeah. all right, this guy is going to kill you in two days. Could you calm down a little bit here? Yeah, why don't you cool your jets a little there, Miyagi? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Getting all cocky over there. So how about this part of this movie, which I thought was strange, played for laughs, where... Mr. Miyagi tells Daniel to drop a rag on the floor, and then Mr. Miyagi goes to pick it up and pretends to punch him in the nuts. <laughs> it's like, what are you? T- oh, is this I don't. Part of your training? <laughs> oh, you didn't see this part? No. Because <laughs> that's why he does it later to that guy at the dance. Oh. Yeah, they're in the dojo, and Mr. Miyagi's like, "Yeah, these are all weapons. These are my da 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 da." And Daniel picks up a rag, and he's like, "What's this for?" And he goes, "Well, I'll show you. Drop it on the floor." And he drops on the floor, and Mr. Miyagi bends down to pick it up, and it's like crotch eye view, <laughs> and he like goes, "Huh." <laughs> almost punches him and they have a great laugh about it i was like why is this in this movie but that's because he's teaching him a move that we're gonna see done later Uh he's teaching him a move called sucker nut punch i think with the wet rack it's called the wet rack yeah oh it's called the wet rag and daniel's like would the wet rag work with an empty wallet i'll see (laughs) i'm gonna try it out (laughs) the evil oh yes when they whip rip up all the crops and everything Yeah, they, like, wreck up a garden, and they just laugh the whole time. But Miyagi just stands there and stares straight ahead and won't let Daniel do anything. Mm -mm. No, holds it back and is like, come on, you got to just temper it. Watch them. Just watch them ruin their livelihood, the livelihood of the people in this town. Yeah. Things have gone to shit in this town since Miyagi arrived. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't great before he showed up, but this is getting really bad. You have to be these villagers are kind of done with him being there. Yeah, I bet they're like, when are you leaving? Either leave or be killed, please. Just something. (laughs) But Mr. Miyagi even says, he's like, listen, tell Sato that I am not going to fight him. All right, I'm not going to fight him now. I'm not going to fight him in three days. I'm not going to fight him later on this afternoon. But he visits him. Yeah, he goes goes to, to his house where he, Sato, is just karate chopping I, this big old wooden block that, or wooden tree that, that, that Miyagi and him found as kids. That, and now he's got almost enshrined at his house. Yes. Um, on these, like, yeah. cement pillars. It's crazy, because again, this guy, get over it. You've been trying to break this board for 45 years as well. Yeah, what are you up to? I love it, even Miyagi's like, what happened to you? Like, what (laughs) is going on, bro? Because Miyagi goes there to be like, you know, let's just bury the hatchet. What is the deal? We are, we should be okay. We are okay. I don't want to hurt you. Let's just bury this. I, I just don't, I don't understand. And again, if this happened, there wouldn't be conflict, but... Any of these characters could just sit down and talk this out. (laughs) Daniel should be able to sit down with that nephew and be like, listen, dude, you are shredded. You could get any woman in this town. (laughs) Why are you wasting your time with me? Like, it's not, it shouldn't all be about fighting. You can have a happy life. You could be okay. I'm out of here in a couple days. You can have Miyoko or whatever her name is. Miyoko. You can have Messy Bun. Have her. <laughs> you can have Messy Bun. And you bun. can have your collection of shirts back then if that's what you want. <laughs> right. Thankfully, 
Daniel gets to go to an American-themed dance to mm-hmm. make him feel more comfortable, I guess. I guess. Or to show off his moves. I like that he says his mom yeah. taught him how to dance. That's how he knows how to dance so well. Um, they have a fun time. Like we said, they dance their little hearts out. The dancing helps Daniel feel better. Again, the punk nephew shows up yeah. here, too. Well, I do like their little conversation here before this punk shows up, how they're si- they sit down and he goes, so are you, like, I don't know, like, arranged to marry someone (laughs) (laughs) and she's even like hey idiot that's an old custom that's not a thing anymore yeah i'm (laughs) not i'm not yeah (laughs) and just for fun she asks him if he's arranged and he's like no my old girlfriend was a dirt bag now she's gone it's awesome (laughs) don't worry about it and i do like because the nephew shows up at this point and in my head, I was thinking the same thing that Daniel says because he looks around and he's like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there going, how many more times do I have to watch this? Where he just shows up wherever they are. He shows up, punches him, and that's what this movie is. That's what the first movie is from what I remember. Daniel wanders around, bullies pop up everywhere he is, and beat him up. But this time, they do get the upper hand. They beat him up a little bit, take his money. Yeah. But he learned a thing from Mr. Miyagi and the rag trick. Punches him, Mm -hmm. punches the other guy, and then they escape in a rusty automobile. And off they go. And if you thought, well, maybe we won't see the the bullies for at least 30 more seconds. Nope, you're wrong. They're back. Because they're back and now they're wrecking potted plants. Now they're just throwing the potted plants around. Just because, and there's so many of those potted plants. There's just everywhere. So many. The one guy rips something out of the ground, like a palm tree out of the ground, yeah. and goes, and just throws it away. Now Daniel's son is helpless. Well, what am I going to do? But who shows up right in the nick of time? Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Yes. And now this is, like we said, for the most part, they don't really show a whole lot of Miyagi fighting. It's more right. like him. But there's this is a little badass Miyagi fighting that we get to see. Yeah. Where he takes these all these guys down. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I chalk a lot of this up to clever editing, but mm. it's still pretty good because yeah. it shows like he he dispatches of these three guys effortlessly, basically. Yeah, yeah. like one, two, three. Yeah, and then then I think he looks at at uh, Daniel and he's like, "We're gonna leave tomorrow. Like this is right? about getting Let's out of hand. Get out of here. We gotta get out. I'm gonna make sure." Yeah. We can use these tickets. We'll yeah. figure it out. I was going to say, this is where Miyagi's lady friend is so broken up about Oh, him. yeah. <laughs> well, they're packing. He's packing what looks like a giant bag with her. Yeah. And he's, she's so upset. And this is where, like we said before, he's like, what can I do to ease your heartache? And she's like, right. I don't know. Take me with you, baby. I mean, oh, no, you big idiot. That's where you messed up the first time. You even admitted it. And so... <laughs> And he's like, oh, well. Well, Daniel overhears all this and is like, huh. Hmm. Huh. I wonder if that guest house is still going to be a <laughs> Yeah, bed. exactly. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if this changes Ooh. my housing plans. <laughs> well, and then Daniel's out there trying to convince uh, his lady friend that she should leave too. Right. She's like, but this is where my home is. And he says, home is where you hang your hat, sister. Ugh. Or your messy bun ponytail holder. <laughs> Is where you hang your messy bun. Because <laughs> he's even like, hey, you should be a dancer. Earlier, he's like, you should be a dancer. And she's like, well, there's no schools for that here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a shame. Maybe you could go to the U.S. Do you? And she even says something like, 
do you think the U.S. would like would you? like me? Like, yeah, I know parts of it that would. I'm like, all right, okay. I think you're yeah. talking about your crotch, but that's all right. That's oh, cool. wow, <laughs> so, They also see. They almost kiss. But yes. Sato appears to now be bulldozing the entire village. He's to coming the in. Now he's coming. He's so angry. He's now he's so going to destroy angry. the village. If he can't get Miyagi, he's just going to. He tells right. Miyagi basically, like, if you don't let me fight you, I'm basically yeah. going to bulldoze this village over and it'll be he gone. Probably, he probably called the airport and was like, he's leaving tomorrow? Yeah. What? <laughs> Great. Bring the bulldozers. Let's destroy the village. And Miyagi is tore up. He just looks at this village. Yeah. And he just can't stand the idea of it being his fault that the village is destroyed. Right. So, fine. Fine. He agrees. They're going to fight at midnight. Like, I'm like, these two old men need more rest than that. How about, like, a midday fight? Yeah. Wouldn't that be better? I was like, better? don't you want an audience, too? Yeah, This midnight. entire town is full of geriatrics. They're all going to be asleep. <laughs> what? Like, midnight fight but mr miyagi says listen here's the deal win or lose you give the village back to the villagers yeah he's like okay Mm -hmm. and mr miyagi's like okay great i'll fight you miyagi gives his last will and testament to daniel he gives him this scroll and daniel's like what is this he's like it's my will and daniel's like what the fuck why are you doing this it's like there's gotta be a better way and he's like, you get that, you get the house, (laughs) you get the house in California and my truck and, um, you know, my lady friend gets my house here and that's just, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Daniel's like, no, 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 no. This is. That's not the way that works, but okay. I mean, I don't know. Also, I don't have to go to Fresno. I, I found it interesting that, that Miyagi even had a little bit of doubt in his mind that he could win. I thought Miyagi would be hepped up and feel like, I got this. Yeah. But I guess he's got, that other guy has so much anger. And Miyagi really doesn't know if he can handle that. Yeah, it it would have only been better if he's like, is that that board you've been trying to break for 45 years? And the guy finally breaks it and you just see Miyagi be like, oh no, I better write my will right now. This very moment is not going to end well for me. I do like it how... um, Daniel's even like, let's just go now. Let's just go to the airport. Let's yeah. just leave. And Miyagi's like, no, I already won. Like, I already won. Yeah. Regardless, I'm the, winner. the village is theirs. I have to do this. But he really doesn't. Well, I think he does. I don't. He would bulldoze that. He'd blow that town up later that afternoon. No, I'm saying he really doesn't point. because the storm comes in. So it kind of weather. Kind oh, of right. Takes oh, care oh, of oh. But, you meant he grabs his lady friend and hightails it to the airport. I mean, no, but the two, we mentioned this before, there's another tea date that happens. And you called it like the soft porn tea sex scene that happens. Yeah, it's it's um, the closest we're going to get in a Karate Kid movie. Yeah, where Dan and her hair, she lets her hair down. She lets down that messy bun while they have their tea time. <clears throat> it's this tea passing ceremony. Like, I'll rotate the cup and you drink out of this side and then I'll wipe it off or something i don't really know what it's just as good as making sweet love just i mean you put your penis in the teacup and then (laughs) i take off my shirt yeah (laughs) stirring the sugar i mean here i will draw a comparison that i think is is certainly a little more racy but we already did in our police academy two episode we already talked about ghost but this is like 
the pottery wheel equivalent in a children's movie. I, I guess. suppose. I suppose. Yeah, because she yeah. does. Yeah, she. Yeah, she's got a seductive napkin yeah. folding thing. She does. And it yeah. is. It is sweet. They do finally get to kiss, but then suddenly, oh. a storm. A storm yeah. appears. Very out of suddenly. Now this typhoon had to be coming from. You had to see some storm clouds on the ocean coming. You had to feel some mist in yeah. the air. They're at this little outdoor tea area or big. Whatever, there's a big window there. But yeah, yep. candles blow out, the storm is coming, and she's like, we have got to go. This and is where I, like I said, I confused this movie with Karate Kid 3 for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I remembered parts of this movie. And this is where I went, wait a minute, what is happening with this storm now? Doesn't Ralph Macchio have to fight that guy at a dance? And I looked, and there's like 10 minutes left. Yes! They pack the end of this movie they just with so much insane it. action. Uh -huh. Uh-huh. I know. And at first I was like, well, I thought the old men were going to fight. What the hell? But the st And now I'm like, oh, this is a clever way to get out of watching two old men fight is have a storm come rip through the town. And now they can't. It's more so clever than that because uh, Sato's house falls down on, on him. <laughs> on him. <laughs> and his nephew's like, he's in there and he's dead. He's Sorry. In there. He's totally dead. I didn't even I try. can't <laughs> believe it. Did you check? No. Look at the house that fell on that old man. He's dead. But Ralph Macchio and Pat Morita, why am I calling them by their names? They run into the rubble. Yes. And, and well, and the whole time he's like, you're a coward. Get away from me, you coward. You're going to, now you're going to fight me. This is how you're going to do it. Yeah. This is how you're going to finish me off. The only way you can kill me is with a giant beam on me. He's like struggling, like, I'm still going to get you. I'm going to kill you. I thought it was hilarious. Well, then Miyagi does a sweet move. He karate chops that wood off yes. of him. Because him and Daniel can't lift it. And miraculously, he is okay. Uh, Here, um, he holds his chest for a minute. He's like, oof, that was that something. Because he punches woo. directly on top of his chest, too. I was like, that's some controlled pressure. We watched we watched Daniel hit, like, an ice block in the front, right. and the next six broke. Yeah. But he could just break that wood without caving in this man's chest. And, and this is what turns him. This is what is now turning. It so me, it, it it turned me on much. a light switch. Yeah. And they all now huddle in this little underground, I don't know. I thought they were just in another shack, and I was like, that seems super dangerous. You're all going to die. Well, but... the whole village is there, I guess, because yes. they just keep collecting. There's a woman with a baby. Miyagi helps the woman with the baby. Uh -huh. And then we see, we've mentioned her before, the damn kid on the light post that Daniel has to climb up and save, and the, the punk kid refuses. The Soto's like, go and help him. Like, And he's just like, uh, no. No, I messed up my <laughs> no. hair. Uh -uh. Yeah, and even Sato looks at the kid and he's like, "You know what? I am dead to you yeah. now." Yeah, <laughs> I'm dead. You, to you thought I was dead in there. I totally am. I'm now. I'm dead to you. And the kid uses that later. You're dead to me anyway. Why should right. I listen to you? I but don't even he hear you. Becomes, yeah, suddenly he now becomes ultra evil because we need another villain in this movie. Like they can't all just be happy that they survived this storm. This dude just runs off into the night. Yes. And the next day, they're all cleaning up this village. Mm -hmm. Sato's like, oh, that building that collapsed on me. That's where we were going to have the dance. What could we possibly do now? And then y Yukimo's like, I have an idea. 
you know where they used to hold this dance for thousands of years? Yeah. Maybe we could have it there. And he's like, hey, everybody, we're going to have the dance there forever. That's where it should, should be taking place. That's where it will. Be. And wow, did they get garbed up for this dance. Sure did. How fancy is this? They're dancing around. There's like an inner circle where you mm -hmm. walk across a little bamboo bridge to get to it. And That's lovely. Everybody's dancing. There's like the there's like the floaty lanterns are mm -hmm. in the water. It's mm -hmm. it looks like a rockin' good time. Yeah, they until, put it together sweetly. Until would you refer to him as Batman shows up? <laughs> well, he does. City? Well, now she. What's her name? Yo, yo What's her name? Who's gonna do the she is going to do her dance. She gets her fan out. And Daniel's all excited. He's like, she's such a oh. good dancer. Wait till you see this dance she's going to do. Miyags, it's going to. Let's just sit here and look at her like earnestly and excitedly because yep. she's going to blow our minds with this dance move. And while she's dancing from behind her on a zip line. The way it's shot is hilarious. <laughs> Because it's focused on her, but there's so much space beside her. Like, she's pushed all the way to the corner of the frame just so you can see him slowly, oh so slowly slide into this into this event. And even Daniel's like, hey, look out, look out, behind you. And he takes her and he holds her by, you know, kind of captures her with a knife to her throat. Yep. And um, demands that Daniel fight him. Yeah. And move the bridge. That was a big thing, too. Move the bridge. It is a... Here's what I will say about this movie compared to one. The end fight in one is super famous because of that crane thing. But right. it's like, uh, you know, it's it's a fight that has referees. And it's a fight where, like, if you land a punch, you get a point. Or if oh, you right. step out of the circle, you yeah. lose a point or it's something. Sort of a competition, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of boring. Mm. This is a really rough fight. Fight the oh, tables yeah. involved in. Yeah, they really. At one point, Daniel, because Daniel, there's a lot of uh, ah, uh. Of course. And at one point, Daniel goes, "That hurt." Did you hear, did you hear that? <laughs> I did not hear that. <laughs> he says, "That really hurt." How about how this guy lays out Yukimo with his fist, like he turns around and wallops her, and she is down. Yeah. The yes. Well, and the whole crowd's like, because yeah. yeah, now if this guy thought he had a bad reputation to begin with, he's just hit a girl. Messed up their whole little town party that they're having, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they get they get into it. There's um, Daniel gets a little bloody. He and tries then, his crane thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was and a this guy's failure. like get that shit out of here. Basically, yeah. <laughs> he like blocks it and punches him. Yeah, that was yeah. He I think he looks at Miyagi too before he does it. Like I'm gonna do the crane and yeah. Doesn't like, work Miyagi, out so you well. know about this, right? You know about this crane thing? This crane thing that you taught me? Who else would possibly know this is a thing? Oh, that guy that trained with your dad that also trained his oh, nephew? Oh, yeah. Maybe. They, might, they Maybe. might know. They might. <laughs> well, then, to rally the entire yes. audience, I thought the drum just belonged to, to, or you said the drum just belonged to. That's what to, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I thought no. there was one in the world. No. The whole audience has one. They were giving him out his favors at this party. Mm -hmm. And they all start playing, beating their little drum. And suddenly, he's got some energy. He's jazzed. He's and ready And he does to fight. the drum thing. He puts his own little spin on it with mm -hmm. where Miyagi's like, hey, this drum thing, it's all about avoiding being hit. And Daniel's like, oh, you mean it's all about punching people mercilessly? Right, right. just left, right, left, right. Like, you just keep punching until... 
I guess that's his own spin. Yeah. And this chosen guy is powerless against this. It is mm-hmm. just, he is walloping this guy. There's yeah. blood. His face is so bloody. Oh. So he has him and he has, what does he say? Live Death. or die. Live or die. Live or die, and man. Chosen's like, die. Like, totally kill me. Yeah. You have now humiliate me again. There's nothing you could possibly do that's any more humiliating. And Daniel's like, One, really? Yes, I can. I'm going to honk your nose, dude, in front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to commit suicide later. That's honk, all this ends for you. He honks his nose. This is an abrupt ending to this movie. Yeah. Because Yukimo gets up. They embrace. He looks at Pat Marita and winks like, we got it, dude. Fade to black credits. That's it. Fast Done. credits, too. Done. Miyagi's so proud. Wow. And uh, that's Karate Kid Part 2. <sighs> that is. Summer of sequels. Do, 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 do. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed this. I don't know how you felt. I mean, I, I kind of know how it you too. Yeah, I liked I mean, it. It wouldn't be like a super high recommendation, but I would say if you haven't seen the second one ever, like if you just stopped after the first one, I'm sure there are people out there that have done it. Mm. it's super different. I, I think I liked it more as an adult than I did as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. I think as a kid, I was like, Oh, we have to watch Pat Morita walk around with his old girlfriend. What the, which mm. one is that? I kind of appreciated it now. I liked it. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I dug, I dug the message in it. I liked, um, uh... What yeah. was the message in it? Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, uh, here I'll go into my recommendation because I've got oh, okay. you yeah, know do me. It, do it. I've got two recommendations. One is something I hadn't seen, and one is not mm-hmm. if a movie. So you know, um, okay. <clears throat> so one is I haven't seen that Cobra Kai. I think it's that the YouTube. Yeah, I haven't seen show, it either. Yeah, but I've heard great things, and now after seeing this and enjoying it, I really do want to see it. So I'm recommending to myself that I see it. Um, okay. And the other one is, uh, I just listened to this, um, it was on a podcast, but it's also downloadable on this lady's uh, website, this Tara Brock is her name, and she's a mindfulness meditation teacher, Okay. and it was all about um, anger transformation, so that you don't stay in your anger, you transform it into something better, and being angry, that emotion really serves no purpose, and it was sort of like what Miyagi the whole oh. point of Miyagi's whole like teaching is like, yeah, you can't, violence isn't necessary and anger mm-hmm. is not okay and it doesn't help us get where we want to go and honk honk and there you go. So her name is Tara it. Brock, if anyone's into it. She's a she's a great little teacher of meditation and, and such and she's got a whole website and this one particular anger transformation uh, was a great listen and, you know. Wow, okay, that's there good. There you go, there you go. And Cobra I Kai. Like that. I'm going to see that. And anyway. Cobra <laughs> Something I know a lot about and something I haven't seen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, excellent. Uh, my recommendation is a movie called, I don't know that I'm getting the name right. It's either oh, Sonatine or Sonatine. Okay. Okay. I, I've never heard anybody say it, so uh, mm. I don't know how to say it. Uh, it's from 1993. It's a movie by uh, Takeshi Kitano. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the last part of a trilogy that he made. The other movies are called Violent Cop and Boiling Point. Oh, boy. And it's a pretty depressing like meditation on the end of a gangster's life. It's mm-hmm. about a Yakuza guy. And the reason I'm recommending it is because his character is sent to Okinawa in the ah. movie to sort of like handle a dispute between two gangs. But he starts to think like 
He's being set up because he wants to get out of the life and everything. Uh-huh. And most of the movie takes place on the beaches of Okinawa. And, and here we are, same yeah. setting. And it's really good. It's it a is good movie. quite a lovely it's, setting. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, it was in Hawaii, but still. Well, well either way. <laughs> either way. <laughs> My other recommendation is go to Hawaii. Why not? <laughs> All right, so great. Uh, this is good. I was um, not that I was afraid for our summer sequels, um, but after Chuck Norris and mm. after Police Academy, I was kind of getting a little bit nervous. Sure, sure. That it might just be a slog the whole way. But it's, you know what? We're hitting, what, 33% right now. So yeah. let's go. Let's just keep on. And I don't know how this next one's going to go, but let's talk about it because, Jamie, it's time to do our camp movie. Oh, it's summer camp time. Summer camp, yes. summer camp. So What's for our sequel? Ever, for, new, for, for new listeners, every summer uh, we do a camp movie. Mm-hmm. We alternate because there's so many horror camp movies. I didn't want to do it every year, but we alternate between horror movies and not horror movies. And it's time for a horror movie, Jamie. Here it comes. And I could go through with the different camp movies we've done. Because last time we did Party Camp, which was really terrible. Oh, it was the worst. Oh, and that even was terrible. before that, what was the what was the one we did before that? The horror one? Cheerleader Camp. We oh, did that. That yes, was pretty yes. bad too. With Leaf Garrison or whatever. Leaf Garrett. Leaf Garrett. Yeah. Yep. Uh, our second summer, we did a little movie called sleepaway camp yeah we did yeah we did changed my life super fun changed your life (laughs) i still think it's the most fun episode we've ever done i still think it was the most fun movie we've watched for this podcast you know people could argue with me about that but i i will always go back to that if people say what should i listen to i always start with that episode because if you love that episode what we do fine you're in if you hate it don't listen to any other episode. Yeah, of this then we're podcast. not your bag. We're not your bag then. Yeah. But there were a couple sequels made. So we're going to watch Sleepaway Camp 2 Unhappy Campers. Oh boy. So I don't want you to get too excited. Okay. I don't just just temper those expectations. I will. I will. I'm keeping them low. Angela's a little bit older. Yeah. And she's no longer played by the wonderful Felissa Rose. Oh. She is played by Pamela Springsteen. Yes, that's right. Bruce's sister. Hey. Yes. And also in doing just the least bit of research, it also stars Charlie Sheen's sister, Renee Estevez. So these sisters like to get together for a little sleepaway camp, too. I guess. So listeners, uh, Jamie, pack your bug spray, your butcher knife, whatever you need to bring. Dangers abound. Yeah, because... Uh, Don't bring your two... shirt. Is it that kind of sleepaway camp? <laughs> oh, please. There's going to be no shirts, definitely. Okay, great. Although I don't think there was any nudity in sleepaway... Well, okay, hold yeah. on until the end. Yeah. <laughs> I think before the end, it was nudity-free. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember when that guy said, I'll be right there, I got to take a wicked dump? <laughs> Oh, oh, Sleepaway Camp. Uh, So that is what we're going to talk about in two weeks' time. Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Campers, as our summer of sequels rolls on, everybody. Continues. So until then, have a great two weeks. Hey. Yeah. (laughs) 
Hey, fuck <laughs> you. Whatever. <laughs> hey, I don't know. Cram it. Tonight it's very clear as we're both lying here. There's so many things I wanna say. I will always love you. I would never leave you alone. Sometimes I just forget, say things I might regret. It breaks my heart to see you cry. They do the lantern. So tearful. My dog is sneezing. Did you hear that? Oh, I thought I heard something. <laughs> okay. Um, they do. <laughs> any more? Got any more? Well done. <laughs> oh, my God. It's got allergies. <laughs> oh, All right. Anyway. <laughs>